Welcome back, everyone. And today, we're not talking about moral victories. We're not talking about any victories. <sighs> we got handed an L. Mississippi State Bulldogs got a loss here at Davis Wade Stadium on Saturday night. And it wasn't fun to watch. It might not be fun to talk about, but here we are. So, what do we have in store today, Hunter? Okay, today, we're going to talk about what in the world happened. <laughs> I'd like to know. So. And, and then we're going to try to get some positives out of this. And then we're going to close it out with just a few Instagram questions. Yeah, and uh, some of them, the Instagram questions we got, we're already planning on answering them in the show. So we'll sprinkle them in uh, before the end as well. Yeah. So, but to do that. But before we get started, we'd once again like to thank our good friend at the Bellsmith. From what I heard, and I was not at the game, but there was a lot of cowbell breaking going on, especially uh, on the dropped plant that kind of kind of took away our spirits. Have you ever broke a cowbell and dropped anything? Okay. Osiris Mitchell's uh, almost touchdown against Florida is the reason I broke a cowbell, and I had to get a cowbell from the bellsmith. So uh, he can repair cowbells. He can um, make cowbells custom ordered. Um, so just go to him if you ever need a new cowbell. Okay. So let's get in to what happened. All right. So KJ went from Heisman <laughs> contender in our eyes to who's behind him <laughs> and uh, i've said this from the end of the game like until now i don't think it's time to jump ship I don't, one weekend is definitely not enough to to make that sort of overreaction but there's something going on like whether it's the turnovers um lack of confidence i really don't know but what seems like see? he just overthinks things like a lot yeah i mean i know Book smarts and football IQ are two different things, but you know he's a smart guy. Yeah. Um, so overthinking, you know, just just not letting the pace of game, just he's not going with the flow maybe. I mean, I just, Andrew Luck had a few of these problems in college. He had some, like, absolute bonehead yeah. interceptions in college. Stanford I mean. QBs, am I right? <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> but uh, so what did you see out of KJ? What, what happened? I mean, It looked like all of his throws were late, mm-hmm. like, severely, and then – just wanting to hit the big pass and yeah. not taking the easy stuff right there, which, I mean, he did take a lot of these, set a completions record, but, yeah, geez. I mean, one thing that we saw that we knew we were going to see, we saw Arkansas plays on the entire game mm-hmm. and do an incredible job of it, not trying to take anything away from them, but the short passes were there, and when KJ took them, he just didn't even look comfortable taking those short passes. Mm-mm. He would he, he, he wants to go deep. But there's triple coverage deep, and we saw him throw three interceptions. He had three high passes to Jaquavius Marks, where he put a hand up and almost uh, forced an interception. Yeah. Like, you got to be able to hit your uh, running back out of the backfield. Yeah. And speaking of KJ in another way, uh, talking about just his physicality, one of our Instagram questions addresses this, and it's from Clay Taylor. It says, does KJ not want to be physical, or is that the coaching? So, do you have any insight on that? In the press conference after the game, he said he thought he got that conversion on that third and like six or something. So yeah, I mean, I thought he did watching the game. I did. But I did as well. Yeah, it's a bad spot. I mean, the thing is, he needs to realize he's six five or whatever he is. Mm-hmm. He's he's big. Yeah, and I understand. We don't. He once again, he's not Dak Prescott. He's not Nick Fitzgerald or anybody that we've had before. Now he's a passing quarterback, but you got to lower your shoulder and. I just don't know if that's not part of Mike Leach's offense. I mean, this question, is it the coaching? I mean, I just have no idea. On our last fourth and one before, we forced them to punt, and then we dropped it, and then got like two plays in. Yeah. On We ran zone, and he could have pulled it and ran for a 
a touchdown, a touchdown on touchdown, yeah. on the last play. I mean, if you watch any of the times that we ran the ball, mm-hmm. the backside end bites down. KJ can pull it. That is not against the rules. Yeah. I mean, I get him not being a very comfortable runner, but I don't care if you're comfortable. <laughs> just six it, yards is six yards. Football's not comfortable. It just lower your shoulder the... and get a first down. But, man, it that just, hurts. It does. It does. And that'll bring us up to a guy who we've seen lower his shoulder before, and that is Kylan Hill. And we saw him go out in the first possession, and I can all, I, the, the thoughts keep running through my mind. What if we have him for all four quarters? This has got to be a different game. It, it, it looked like we game planned for having Kylan. Yeah. We did a lot of two-back stuff, and then when we did it, we looked like we were expecting one less person in coverage, mm-hmm. and it, all the plays just took forever to develop. Yeah. Uh, it's just... Not good to not have a... The most obvious time for me was on the fourth and one when it didn't look like many running backs could get through there, but I have to believe Kylan, I trust Hill, Kylan. Kylan Hill could bounce one out and get and get out there for the first down. Well, I don't um, think we're in a third... I don't think we're in a fourth and one position with no, Kylan. I agree with that. Um, but, man, he looked mad. He couldn't play. Mm-hmm. I yeah. felt so bad for him. Yeah. Without Kylan... It did not seem like a single person on our team got in a rhythm. No. All the passes, it looked like we were taking about four too many steps in the backfield with our release and everything. Yeah. Like, we were just looking around the field, looking for stuff. Like, absolutely no one on that team got in a rhythm. Yeah. Wally yeah. got in the rhythm, didn't know who he was. Yeah. And that, that really does bring us back to Kylan. Like, he's a huge part of that rhythm because he's, he's a leader on the team mm-hmm. and he's the best player on our team yeah and uh we saw him last week with a 75 yard touchdown catch and i'm not saying he would have had one of those just with the defense that we were playing against but you gotta think he can break off of a anything 15, 20 yard get, catch get a run. touchdown in the game yeah i mean no. i mean that's not to take away from our two freshman running backs dylan johnson jarquavius marks dylan is fantastic yeah they really did well and uh, excited to see them going forward but I would have loved to see Kylan yeah, for four quarters today. So that's a that's a huge, um, huge impact that he would have had on that game. All of this is not taking any credit away from Arkansas. They beat us, outcoached us, outplayed us. Yeah, they they looked like the better team out there. Yeah. for most of the game. So I mean, Arky said what they were gonna do, mm-hmm. and right. they did it. Yeah. Well, Chad Morris may have what been making this team so terrible. Yeah, I mean. You saw Joe Moorhead put up 52 points one year, 54 points another year, um, and we obviously didn't see Mike Leach do that. So maybe Chad Morris was the issue there at Arkansas. Uh, hope all is good for them. I hope they win games this year. I need our strength to schedule to go up. Yeah, if nothing else at this point. We're pulling for Arkansas Let's to go, go Arkansas. nine and one. I know. I know my dad hates Arkansas. He's gonna hate for me to say that, but let's go Kendall Bryles. <laughs> yeah, sir. I guess. Really, just going for us and Arkansas to go nine and one, man. How how depressing would that be? We go nine and one and don't go to the SEC championship game because Arkansas beat us in October. But luckily, we're not going nine and one. Neither is Arkansas. But yeah, we're I going eight and two with a loss to Arky and Vandy. <laughs> well, what is a what's a going for two episode without a hot take? But I mean, I would definitely take a loss to Vandy if it meant that we beat Georgia, Bama, Auburn, and I mean. Yeah, I would take it. I mean, it'd be embarrassing, but it would be a Mississippi State thing to do. So, <laughs> eight and two and unranked, <laughs> <laughs> not in the coaches' poll anywhere to be found. Speaking of, we are out of the AP poll. I mean, that's where that's just where we want to be. Out of the coaches. Good poll. thing we had a bandwagon that one time. So, random question for you: What was more of an overreaction, week one jumping in the rankings or week two falling in the rankings? 
week one making a bandwagon after the game okay, and saying, I can hop on. I can agree to that. And yeah. then fly and bully all the way out to <laughs> Lee Corso. All right, that was a major overreaction. Okay. Um, <laughs> I did sign the bandwagon petition, so I'm still wondering if I get that sticker or if those are all going to be burned. I, I mean, who knows? Our hopefully pro- we our, get them. Yeah, maybe so. It'll be, be a funny story. Okay. So, on to some positives. Did we have some of those? Yeah, there were there were a few. Wow. Our okay. defense, when there's not a blown coverage, is absolutely amazing. Okay, yeah. I've, I've said it once. I'll say it a few times. Zach Arnett knows what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like, Zach Arnett came out of nowhere in San Diego State and is making a name for himself, mm-hmm. and he's going to make some money sometimes. Yeah, he is. Hope it's not too soon, but yeah. Hope we get to hold on to him for a little bit. Yeah, you know, at Mississippi State, we hold on to defensive coordinators a pretty, pretty good amount of time most of the time. So, <laughs> uh, well, luckily he's only going to get better. I mean, you just got to get more familiar with your backfield and everything. We'll know where people are. Hopefully, players won't blow coverages. Yeah, I mean, is that just a lack of experience for the players, or I mean? It didn't seem like Arkansas was drawing up anything organic to, to create that. No, it was just some weird-looking stuff. Like, Ferge, I guess, thought the guy went out of bounds, but it didn't really look like that there was supposed to be a safety back there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... Marcus Murphy was really emotional that one time, and he blew a coverage, so... Yeah. All I can say, though, Felipe Franks does not lose in Starkville. He never plays well. It's the opposite of Kellen Mond. Yeah. So... He never play, never seems to play just extremely well in Starkville, but a couple Man, easy don't passes. lose. There we go. So, whether he's at Florida or at Arkansas, he's he's beaten us. Our freshmen were good. Freshmen were good, yeah. yeah. Is, is Wally a freshman? Yeah, Wally's a true freshman. True freshman. Mark's a true freshman, and Dylan Johnson, also yeah. a true freshman. So, I mean, and, they did all we could ever ask for a true freshman to do, so. Yeah, and I understand all Wally's going to be remembered for in the Arkansas game is dropping a punt, but... He, he balled out. The the last pump before that, he had a 30-yard <laughs> yeah. return, and he had, like, the second most receiving yards on our team, so. Yeah. Not not closing the book on him, either. I mean, we're going to see a lot of Wally moving forward, I believe. Okay. Another thing. If we have Kylan and we hit the short stuff, I think Kylan makes a guy miss. Maybe once. Maybe. I, I'm, I You know, he's not that good, so I mean, yeah. you never really know. But I think Kylan makes stuff miss yeah so i mean i don't uh, stuff in the red zone i don't know because arkansas seemed like they, they stuffed us pretty well but anything moving down the field when we seem to have good rhythm kj just hits kylan once and mm-hmm. that's a that's a big play we just didn't have any explosive plays this week uh the sec alternate cast was uh the worst was bad i didn't even i didn't even see the osiris mitchell 35 yard catch or whatever it haven't was. seen it yeah, I don't, I don't think it actually happened. Yeah, it so. doesn't seem like it did. <laughs> so, I I know we talked about this, yeah. but what would you do if you were Mike Leach and you wanted more production in the red zone? I know a lot of people would shoot this idea idea down, but Garrett Schrader could take a snap or two. You know, um, we know that he's a guy who can lower his shoulder. We know he's a guy who has some speed, and if KJ is not willing to to take a hit. Let Garrett Schrader go out there in the red zone, you know? I mean, I trust him to make a pass within 20 yards. So yeah, I, for real. So Just go out there and run read option with Kylan. It, I understand. It worked a few games last year. Yeah. I mean, I understand that the air raid is an offense that I'm not even going to try to understand. But there's got to be some sort of 
package at least that you can add in there that can just say this is a guaranteed five yards in the red zone this is a guaranteed touchdown in like the red we zone. have kylan hill at like so i i still think kj could do it he's huge he could do it but if not you got to get a guy like garrett schrader or jalen maiden somebody that just run the ball anyone marcus murphy West Point quarterback. There we go. I mean, it worked for West Point. <laughs> okay, so looking forward to this weekend. Yeah. I mean, we get to play the team that Ole Miss just beat. And don't know if really how Kentucky let them beat them. <laughs> Kentucky had that. A zero problem running the ball. Yeah. And then miraculously in the third quarter decided to stop running the ball. Yeah. Really don't know how you lose a game when you have about seven point five yards per carry. Mm-hmm. The math just doesn't add up for me. But good job, Lane. Yeah, and we're definitely on Thursday going to talk about our uh, matchup against Kentucky. But what did Ole Miss do against them that that we could emulate? Uh, Matt Corral went twenty four for twenty nine. So that seems like a starting point. That's <laughs> like an, we'll have no problem moving the ball in the air. That's an absolutely insanely good game. Yeah, from Matt Corral, he looked great in that game. Leading rusher on his team. I didn't even realize that. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, having a guy do peace sign before scoring and a guy missing a field goal guy missing and an extra, extra point. point could all help us against Kentucky, but yeah. we'll talk about that more <laughs> yeah. later. Yeah, so those are just some of the positives. Yeah. yeah, I really am surprised that we had that many positives, but the season's not, not over with. I mean... We're going to do well moving forward. We expected to be one and one right here anyways. Yeah. So a little different look than we expected, but... Which one would you rather have? Don't hit me with that question. No. Um, I would would rather have a win over LSU. Yeah. I think this is better than... At the end of the season, that win's going to look better than... Maybe, unless Arky goes nine and one. They they might pop off. And and LSU might be... They were in a game longer than Auburn. That's right. That's right. Bo Nix did not look good. So uh, at this point, we're going to go on to our Instagram questions. Uh, We've already touched on a few of them, but we have a few more here to read. So the first one is from Reese Ishii, and he said, What is the worst thing about losing to Arkansas? The fact that we have a podcast and we have our hot takes (laughs) about how this wasn't going to be even a game. Yeah, the fact that we aren't just going back and deleting all of the... uh, Previous podcast is pretty tough, but uh, our I mean, hot takes are out there. If you guys want to go listen to those, thirty people listen to it. I mean, there's just too many on the earth, <laughs> man. Um, worst thing for me it didn't happen, but I think the worst thing could be is if our football fans started to turn into basketball fans. You know, we get a big win, and then one pretty inexplicable loss just turns all the fans away. Which I understand. Football is completely different. Um, our fans aren't going to do that because they're still here after. <laughs> Yeah, after Joe Moorhead. Um, But that would be the worst thing, in my opinion. Um, Like I just said, we're going to be fine moving forward. Mm -hmm. Just because you lose to Arkansas does not mean you lose to Vandy, Missouri, Kentucky. I mean, those games you're going to be in, and who knows? We could get another big upset with another big offensive week sometime late in the year. So definitely, definitely not throwing the season away. And our next question is from Brooks Taylor, and it's a simple one. What happened? Arkansas beat us 21 to 14. Yeah. Because our quarterback had three interceptions, one of which being a pick six. Yeah. I think a huge part of this loss is on KJ for sure. Um, Obviously, you'd love to see Kylan, and we're going to talk about him in just a second with another question. But um, just the mistakes that KJ made, 
Um, that's that's the game. So Brooks, if you're if you're still listening, if you're at this point, I hope you're doing okay because we didn't know what happened there for a while either. <laughs> it took me a while to recuperate. Yeah. So hope you're doing good there, Brooks. Our next question is about Kylan Hill, and so we've already touched on it a little bit, but it's from Courtney Purvis, and uh, she said, "Do you think the outcome would be different if Kylan Hill plays most of the game?" Yes, absolutely, I do. And so, you know, first, second round talent. Yeah, I mean, whether it's from a leadership standpoint, just being on the field, his presence has got to be huge, uh, or just the ability to make somebody miss, the ability to catch and run, take an entire person out of coverage, the ability to get a fourth down conversion put us not in a fourth and one situation get a first down before then yes yeah. all all things that kylan those are all things that kylan is just better at than anyone else on this team yeah as impressive as the true freshmen were they're just not kylan hill yet uh hope so. they turn into him that'd be yeah pretty be awesome, awesome. too those yeah. guys back there and so our last question that we're going to read is uh, from clay taylor are you okay not kicking field goals on fourth and short in the red zone this, this, I, this is a tough one for me because I don't know how like the mentality works when you're driving down the field uh, in a seven-point game as opposed to a four-point game late late there uh, in the fourth quarter. I don't know as a quarterback what you're thinking. You know, I have to go down the field, tie the game, or I have to go down the field and win the game. You know, I just don't know how that momentum, how that mentality changes uh, after a field goal. But I have to think the mentality in the entire stadium and the momentum in the in the stadium would have increased had we gotten a fourth down conversion yeah. more so than if we got a field goal. In my opinion, I think the ball on the fourth and one pass, it, it hit him in the hands before it hit the ground. Yeah, I've seen a lot it's, of slander on that KJ pass, but that one wasn't the problem. It was the it was the pick six and the other two interceptions. I mean, that pass was in fact there. Like it was a catchable ball. I mean, yeah. not like a perfect, not a good pass to say anything, but it wasn't like he just threw it away. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to say just take the points but i was i was completely fine seeing seeing mike leach take that like all i'm saying is i just don't know as a quarterback how that affects you we get that fourth one we score we're driving down and getting a field goal yeah i mean yeah either way at some point with how our offense looked we were going to be in a fourth and one again yeah so for me at least i'm just i'm i'm completely fine with mike doing that um he said he would have taken the points in the press conference so i I don't know, but moving forward, we'll see how that uh, mentality changes in the in the red zone. So it wasn't a fun weekend of football, but we're expecting to have another one uh, coming up this week where we might get a win against Kentucky. But we're definitely going to talk about that on Thursday. And once again, thank you guys for listening. We're having just a great time making this show. No matter what, no matter what the outcomes of the games are, we're excited to bring this information to you and just just having fun talking. So um, we'll see you guys on Thursday and. We're out.